Welcome back. Welcome back to the Stephan Era podcast. Did y'all miss me? <laughs> Folks, like I didn't even notice you were gone, right? Who is this guy anyway? Well, I was gone and now I'm back like I never left. And we're going to jump right back into this richness, this goodness, this home to all things race, religion and culture. This podcast that we call the Stephan Era. We are two weeks in. Let me repeat that. Two weeks into Black History Month. Black people, how y'all feel? White people, how y'all feeling? People of color, how y'all feeling? Are we feeling more black? Are we feeling more celebrated? More love? More appreciated? Yeah, me neither. Me neither. Look, I shared a few memes, all educational, of course. Well, some conspiracy truths as well. But, you know, the rest of it so far is pretty blah and pretty average. I'm sorry to report that I'm still not getting any discounts anywhere because I'm black. I'm still not eating free at any eating establishments. And I'm still not getting them free haircuts from the barber, even though I don't even have much hair on my head that grows anymore. It's just been an average string of days on my end, y'all. But there still has been a lot of things going on. Recently, I found out some challenging information about Martin Luther King Jr. Now, it's challenging for a couple of reasons. Number one, the information makes him out to not be a hero anymore. And number two, the source of the information could be questionable, mainly because it came from white people. So we just don't know. Three, the question was asked, why do you think only Martin Luther King Jr. is celebrated? Now that last one is a problem because in America, it seems to me that black people aren't celebrated. You know, when it comes to holidays, when it comes to streets, you know, when those national and worldwide type of level of things occur, it just seems that we're not present. So why MLK? Why didn't we do Malcolm? Why didn't we do Hampton? Why didn't we do Douglas or Du Bois and so many others? But somehow, with all the hatred of black people in America, we settled upon MLK. So, yeah, there was some really interesting information out there. And I'm not going to really dive into it in this episode, but we need to be asking ourselves that question and seriously spend some time with it. So it's Black History Month. We have had our black president and I'm not into politics much. So excuse my ignorance. All I know is that the ghettos and the streets are still the same. And most of us were in love with having someone who looked like us in position as opposed to having someone who did something for us in position. You know, we like to look the part and we like others who also look the part. You know, that's the part of the image issue that we have as black Americans here in America. That's why you can make a purse for $15 and slap a name on there, Gucci, Prada, whatever, whatever other designer you want, uh, who also happens to mainly be be white men and women. Uh, and you can sell it to me for $1,000, for thousands of dollars. You sell me a shoe, just change the color, you know, every now and then I'll line up and I'll buy it for hundreds of dollars. You know, why not? Why? And the reason why is so I can look like something and feel like something that's in contrast to the value society continues to tell me that I am. And that value shifts. So if you're an NFT black slave, then it's of high value. But if you were killed, let's say, by a white woman police officer who made a mistake 
and a sympathetic Asian American judge who feels sorry for the murderer, then it's only about two years or let's say 48 months, depending on how you count your days. But hey, we are two weeks in. How y'all feeling, people? It's Black History Month. We are here. And the things that I said we wouldn't see, guess what? We still haven't seen. Now, maybe that was just me being greedy or me being selfish because, I mean, hey, look, we did get Valentine's Day this month. We also got President's Day. We got Wear Red Day. We even got the NBA All-Star Game and the Super Bowl. And speaking of the Super Bowl, do you guys see that, that halftime show? Wasn't it great? I mean, it was full of some of the greatest rappers in the history of degrading our people that ever existed. I wonder if I could count how many B's and hoes and D's and weed and liquor and murder were in the entire discography of each one of the people who presented. And I got paid something small, maybe just let's say a dollar every time any of those things or ideas were permitted were presented in the videos or in the lyrics of their entire discography. I just wonder, just for $1, how much would I have made off of each and every album that they created? But you can guarantee, despite all that, there will always be black women out there shaking their hips, shaking their butt, reciting the lyrics word for word, buying the albums, attending the concerts, and ignoring the fact that you are the subject of the lyrics. Black men and black women. And I know, I know I'm, I'm crazy and I'm sounding whatever wing I want to put me on. Right wing, left wing, middle wing. Maybe I'm the, the tail wing. I don't know. But I know the argument. It's just entertainment, you know, but other entertainment doesn't do that. Jazz, for instance, doesn't do that. Country doesn't do that. Salsa music doesn't seem to do that. There are a plethora of genres that do not degrade a people to make money. And hip hop seems to be one of the only ones. And it seems to always fall on the degradation of the black society. Now, it used to be good. And there still are some good versions of it out there. And there still are some good artists out there. But as a whole, degradation at its finest. And we make those people who degrade their own culture, we make them heroes, we make them celebrities, and we make them stars. So you in your car, loudly playing the songs that degrade you, and then you get out of your car and you want to have heart all of a sudden and be bold all of a sudden or be offended when someone says those same degrading words to you that you just played on the radio all day. It's like we're under a spell or something. I can't even begin to understand how any of this makes sense. Can you? I mean, if you think about it, can you? And if you can, then please explain it to me. But hey, I'm regressing, right? We got our show. The world can be on fire as long as we get to dance. We going to be all right, right? We going to be all right, huh? Do you hear me? Do you feel me? Long as long as we got music, it don't matter what's happening in our world. We can be getting shot dead in the street. And as long as we got music, hey, we're going to be all right because we know how to dance. Right. I mean, black people still being murdered. Racism is still rampant. But just give me some of that 90s degradation music and let me dance my troubles away. I'll come back to the problems tomorrow. All I need is just a moment of joy right now. So instead of living life, we live moments and then we hope and pray that things will get better. 
white Jesus will come down and save us from all of our enemies and give us our freedom and restore our rights back. But I got a problem with white Jesus. I got a few problems with him, in fact. And yes, I am a Christian and a believer in the gospel. I've been living this thing for over 20 years. And if you think that this is the white man's religion, or if you think that Jesus himself is white, then you're wrong. You flat out wrong. And there is becoming more and more conclusive evidence of black people in the Bible that's becoming more and more present. Uh, We just don't talk about it for the same reason, I guess, we don't talk about why Michael Jackson's skin turned white. Because society, at least American society, we can't have black people in positions of power and influence unless they are degrading their own culture and people. So since we can't control people like Michael Jackson, let's just turn them white, right? Doesn't it make sense? Because that way, when he's on magazine covers, when he's on TV shows, we can sort of still have a white face out there. So that's my white Jesus. White Jesus is a fraud. And every church, every institution and facility that portrays him in that way should also be considered kind of fraudulent. The scriptures, Christianity in its pure form, the history, I'm here for all that. But the whitewashing of the gospel and the person of Christ and the disciples and Adam and everybody else and their mama in that book are false. But we're not here today to talk about religion. It's Black History Month. We are two weeks in. How are y'all feeling? You know, I had a grandfather when I was younger, not the one who got punched in the street because he was black and he was called the N-word. And he was told that N-words belong in the street. They can't walk on the sidewalk. Not that granddad. I had another one. I didn't ask this one about his stories of racism. But he, we were talking one day, shooting the breeze and, and hanging out with the elders. And he said, you know what I would do? And I said, what's that, granddad? And he said, he said, I would build a huge spaceship and I would take all the black people and I would leave the planet Earth. He said, since everybody thinks we're the problem, and everybody wants to blame us for all their problems. I would just pack up and go. I would pack up everybody and go. I mean, could you imagine? Could you imagine what the world would be like without black people in it, the earth? Do you think the model minority would then become the new black people? Could you imagine watching the NBA and the NFL and soccer? What would it look like? Could you imagine the hip hop industry, the the, the churches, the liquor stores, hey, Nike, uh, chicken, cigarettes, healthcare, fashion, justice system, on and on and on. The entire world would fall. And yes, we take in the Africans with us too, because we're the same. And they just they just sold us over to the white man and other countries for worthless things, right? It's part of our history. And, and you know that we are the same because we also sell ourselves and our image and our influence and our culture for things that are also worthless at the end of the day. Same thing, same exact thing. But one difference between black and white is in the very definition. See, white is the absence of color, while black has the ability and power to create every color. Yet we have been told that black has no value. Did you know that vanilla is black and it was turned white or bleached white? Did you know that that there's no such thing as white rice? Rice is actually bleached and when it's harvested, it's brown. So, you know, what about the, day, what about the, the inventors? The day-to-day inventions that we use. The toilet, the light switch, the traffic signal, the waffle maker. Do you think, who do you think made all these things? See, before slavery, actually, 
Black people were very prominent people and they were rulers and they were everywhere. Which makes sense if if you want to step back away from the brainwashing for a moment and actually analyze and think about it. It's very true. Then once slavery hit, everything was taken. Things were repackaged. Things were made evil. And some things stayed hidden forever. And when you own a person, it's not hard at all to own their ideas, to take their ideas, to build generational wealth off of those ideas, and to make those people who were the the minority and the outcast become the new heroes of the story. See, racism to me is outer worldly. It's, it's something that is utterly and completely spiritual and has been walking the earth for a mighty long time before myself and, and most of the people under the sound of my voice today even existed. And one of the reasons it has to be spiritual is because it doesn't make much sense. You don't want these people around because of no other reason than the color of their skin. But you also don't want them to go off on their own and build their own community or society apart from you. But you want to pretend they have equal rights and protections and safeties under the legislation and constitution that you wrote. But when they try to stand just like you are and ask for basic things just like you do and are within the bounds that you've set, you deny their existence. And it's done in every area of our society today. Your skin color somehow will make you pay more for housing, for vehicles, and for healthcare. But yet it gives you less for things like employment and raises, ownership and expansion. You look at television and you see Asian families, Indian families, white families, but black black families are not promoted. Black love is not promoted. There's so much to talk about that I could be here literally all day pointing out to you how things have been set up structurally, institutionally, and even spiritually to fail for our community. But then I would be giving you a free course and I need to get paid for my time. Amen. <laughs> Let me leave you all with this because we're, we're, we're in this time right now. We're getting short to the time. Let me leave you with this. It's Black History Month and we got two weeks left. Now, several people argue and talk about why isn't there a white history month? And some people would say that we won't even need a black history month. Well, there isn't a white history month because there's a white history year. (laughs) Think about it. What you learn, what you see, who's in control of all that? Where you live, who writes history, everything around you is white. There's not a day that goes by that you are not indoctrinated or brainwashed into consciously or subconsciously thinking that white is better. So for 330 days, really 365, but we're going to pretend we get a month. You are in the land of whiteness. And while you are here, please make sure to not express emotion, to be sacrificed uh, by a civilian or police officer, and to degrade your people if you want success. Deal with harassment, deal with oppression, and do it happily. Don't read books. Don't study and learn your history. Don't uplift and build one another because your only purpose here is to work and to serve us. So you can do sports. You know, don't own a team, but you can play. You can do entertainment. You know, you can you can go to prison for sure. And we can get that free labor off you real good. Whatever brings success 
to people who are white in this country and to others, you do it and you dance and be happy that you're allowed to. But think about every day what you're being told, what you're being shown. I even challenge you to take a pen and and watch some commercials, watch your TV shows, get on social media, travel and, and take some notes. You know, how many times do you see white people presented? on on your media and how many times you see black people what roles do they have you know go to the hood then go to a well-off neighborhood for lunch and write down how you feel how many cop cars do you hear how many officers do you see how many ambulances what about the noise levels that are raging and racing we can make this whole entire course an assignment but again i'm giving away way too much so listen, while we're, while we're talking about this right here, if you're enjoying this podcast and you want to buy me a cup of coffee, you want to contribute, hey, you know, buy a brother a sandwich, you can support through Cash App at Stephen G 1963. You can also go to Venmo at the same address, Stephen G 1963. Or you can hit PayPal at Solified. That's S-O-L-A-F-I-D-3. Solified, right? So lastly, as we wrap up, because we're out of time, we're wrapping up. Lastly, for those who say we don't need a Black History Month. Yes, we do. We totally do. It's the one time other people make a semi-conscious effort. The one time that the world around those people attempts to introduce them to the pain and suffering and strife that we have to experience every day in this world. Yes, we need it. The world needs it. And honestly, it's not enough. It's disgusting and disgraceful to be limited. And some some say, well, I celebrate black history every day, so I don't need a month. Okay, cool. And I haven't met anyone who does it in practice. And if you do, hey, holla. I want to hear from you and I want to see how you do it every day. And I want something tangible that can be reproduced and that could actually edify the people. Anyway, that's my time. You've heard enough today from your local black man, not your person of color, but from your local black man. Happy birthday to my sister, Nicola. Much love to you out there in Texas. And until we meet again, peace, love and grace. We out.